0: Let's go. Off to the races, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode for the archives. Everything combat, because boy, I tell you, life is a fight. Rolling shotgun, as always, UFC Hall of Famer, trainer of champions, eater of worlds, Patrick J. Milicic. Patrick, how are you doing today, brother?
1: I'm doing better since I can be
0: around you. Well, isn't that how it works? I'm kind of infectious (laughs) like that, man. I like putting a smile on people's faces. Today, man, we're very fortunate. Of course, the last event of the year coming up October 15th and 16th right here live and direct from the River Center right here in downtown Davenport, Iowa, or if you can't catch us here in the old Quad Cities, you can catch us at cagedaggression.tv. We are worldwide, ladies and gentlemen, that bad boy's on pay-per-view. And uh, joining us today, he will be participating in the main event October 15th right here at the River Center and, of course, live and direct on pay-per-view going up against a very hard-hitting Alec Lorenz. He's a hard-hitting man himself. Darian. Abby is joining us today, former Bellator and LFA, LFA vet. How are we doing today, my friend?
2: Pretty good, man. Just, I had sparring this morning, so a little sore, but we're good.
0: So what weight are we working with here? We're light heavyweight, I think?
2: Yes, sir. I'm dropping okay. down. Okay.
0: How's the training been going, man? I mean, I know you're a you're a large man, so like you were saying, kind of off camera, we wanted to save it for the show, but that weight cut's getting to you, man. How's the training going? Uh,
2: pretty good. started out about 255. I'm down to 235 now. I don't feel, like, bad or anything. It's just, like, it's been, what, four or five weeks already, and I'm, my body's starting to feel it. But I'm going to be ready come fight time, be ready to go.
0: Absolutely. Getting so, that game together. Go ahead, Patrick.
1: So, well, I was going to say, I mean, what do you like to eat most when you're not in camp?
2: Sugar. Anything with sugar <laughs> in it.
1: <laughs> well, if you know, that's the thing is, if you, if you figure out a way to not eat, sugar yeah <laughs> this these camps are gonna be a lot funner that is the key that is the key <laughs> don't punish yeah, yourself that's, anymore man i calorie'
2: like, and I'm, I'm calorie counting too and that's not something I usually do right either yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm taking it in between like 30 a day and that's I mean it's enough that sugar, boy.
0: That sugar will get you. Just don't get to the point. I don't know if you're family. My family's heavy with the diabetes, so it gets to the point of we, you're so hooked to sugar, you start rationalizing yourself like, well, I don't need both feet, right? Let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and eat them <laughs> Snicker bars. You know what I mean? <laughs> stay healthy, brother. Stay healthy. It's not, it's
2: not that bad.
0: Well, I mean, you had a very, very impressive performance, man. Your last just ridiculous H-bomb. You dropped on Mr. Martin Vansell. I believe that was a first-round KO and, um, it seems, you know, looking at your stats, man, like I think 11 of your wins were by TKO or KO. Uh, you obviously got some dynamite in your hands, my friend.
2: I'm blessed, man. That's all I can really say.
0: Is that, I mean, obviously you want to end the fight as soon as possible, but is that kind of your MO going there and just like, you know, one hitter quitter type thing? Or are you trained to take it anywhere? The gas tank is full. The jitsu game ground game is strong.
2: Before I moved down to Sanford, it was a little suspect, but, uh. Now that I've been down here for a year, I feel comfortable anywhere. I feel like I can get up. I know I can take people down now. But, yeah, going into a cage, I'm looking to just punch a hole in your face.
0: (laughs) Well, you and your opponent have something very much so in common, man. I had a chance, I believe. Yeah, Alec Lorenzo, when when we saw him last time, I mean, serious, serious dynamite in his hands as well. I believe 15 or 16 of his uh, finishes were all first-round KOs or TKOs. Last one was against uh, the first-comer to the cage aggression cage, Pierre Walters, former Kansas City Chief. Does that, I mean, again, are you just kind of prepared to take it anywhere? It's just another day in the office? Or, I mean, I don't want to say you're scared of the man, but does that that shake you at all to see that kind of record, that many first-round finishes by KO or TKO?
2: Respect to him but i mean i'm in the gym with some heavy hitting dudes and i get hit by them every tuesday and thursday morning pretty <laughs> hard so i'm i'm ready for whatever he's going to send at me i mean i helped rumble with his camp rumble johnson with his last fight and then he yeah, doesn't I, he doesn't
1: hit he doesn't hit hard at all
0: no not at all <laughs> no not at all
2: man at all.
0: <laughs> anthony rumble johnson's yeah couldn't, and couldn't Ty smash Tyrone smash and
2: great he mixes another t- with us too so getting punched by him doesn't feel good either
0: Dude, sparring
1: so, with Spong, I mean, that's amazing. I've all I've yeah, always loved so. watching him fight. So that's Yeah, he's gifted. he's he's gifted. Yeah. Very gifted. So when you guys spar, I mean when you're sparring with guys like that and of course yourself who have a lot of power, you know, you guys are, are you guys are I'm guessing at least wearing sixteen ounce gloves, fourteen ounce gloves, shin pads.
2: Yeah, with all that on Tuesdays and then Thursdays we mix it up with like the little the puppier like eight ounce gloves. Okay. More we we mix MMA in with that, but Tuesdays like today was just straight kickboxing, right. and then two Thursdays we do uh, we mix in MMA and uh, light on the punches. We're more trying to get like grappling involved.
1: Sure. Yeah, and get used to getting used to grapple with gloves on is is important, right? It is. It is. For a
2: while we were doing it with boxing gloves, and that's just man, that's.
1: It's different. Well, mm-hmm. see, that's that's the way we always. I mean, not to interject anything, but that's the way we always did it because I just want I wanted guys to get to their fights healthy, uh, without cuts, without eye injuries, you know that sort of stuff. So I just always had them wear. And if you can get a takedown, if you can get a takedown on somebody with sixteen ounce gloves, you're hitting the you're hitting the technique correctly, right? One
2: hundred percent. And then, um, sorry, I just got sidetracked. Uh-uh. Depends on who you're going with too. If you got a a bad training partner, you kind of just that, that plays a, that plays a part in it too with going with the smaller gloves. If there's a yeah. gym warrior in there throwing heavy hands all the time, <laughs> four ounce gloves on, it's like all right. But we're good at weaving those guys out and getting them out of there if that's what they're doing. So,
1: right, that's that's the uh, the whole thing is you know when you pair up with a white belt, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is no control, <laughs>
2: no, just full send
0: i always i always i always find it fascinating talking to you guys man and it's you know not everybody can do what you guys do or what you've done patrick you know what's your kind of origin story if you will man what got you into the game
2: honestly man i was a basketball player my whole life and uh i think it's funny i always tell people no one ever believes me but the, uh what got me into it was uh the movie never Back down it was an mma movie back in the day came out in like 2009 but uh I watched that, and I was like, oh, that looks fun. And then uh, <laughs> I, fun. I started tra- I started training with uh, Jordan Hinman and Derek Doherty and some of those guys down in Fort Madison when I was in high school, but I was so focused on basketball at the time, I just kind of fell out of it. And then after that, I went to college, had my son, a couple years after that, I started training, and then and now we're here.
0: And I think I asked you this during your uh, after your weigh-in. I, be- I believe I asked you this, but I'll ask again just in case. You know, you're obviously an LFA vet, uh, uh, Bellator vet. You've been in the, under the big lights before. <clears throat> you know, this is, you know, as much as we are here regionally in the Quad Cities, cage aggression is growing and is now really a global platform with the pay-per-view. We're seeing all over the world. Does that in any way? I mean, obviously, the, the part of the discipline of being a martial artist is keeping your emotions in check, keeping your game plan in check. But does, is there anything about the lights or the platform give you, you know, shake you a bit, give you any anxiety going into such a big fight on such a big platform?
2: So, honestly, ever since I fought the Bellator fight, and, like, that was my first pro fight, and it was, like, I saw everything and went through that whole situation, I um, it kind of helped a lot, because it's like, okay, you've been there, you know what, what it feels like, so, like, I've been able to just, like, suppress those feelings a little bit better, but, I mean, Every fight, i I think everybody has certain nerves going into it, but uh, I'm more. I get more nervous to the fact of coming home after being away. Like I'm from there, but I'm coming home to fight in the main event. So like, those are the nerves I get. Right, like, right. Not silly right. the lights. It's just more like I got to perform in front of. I think it's always harder fighting in front of the people you love more than people you don't even know. That's just.
1: Sure. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. Now and. You know, the the local media, you know, people paying attention to you, a family calling you probably a lot, friends calling you a lot, how's camp going, stuff like that. So it's uh, because you're coming back home. So there's obviously going to be a lot of people out uh, in the arena to watch you live. So, yeah, it does. It does add a little bit of pressure. I, I think it and I'm sure you'll agree you know, hearing what you've already said is it's a lot funner to silence a crowd than make it roar sometimes. Right. <laughs>
2: I love it. I love, it. I love it, They don't like it. That's what makes it. They don't
1: like it. <laughs> <So fun. laughs> well, so, w- I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pat. Well, I was going to ask, you know, between you and your opponent, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't throw ideas into people's heads or anything and I don't pick fights. I don't especially when I call them, I don't pick fights. I don't play favorites. I don't do any of that stuff. Um, I've looked at your past opponents. And, you know, for for the folks that are listening to this show, you know, talk about quality of opponents here between the two of you um, and and tell folks what you think about that.
2: I definitely think I've fought in the tougher guys um, as far as, like, that aspect. I I honestly haven't looked up what his record is. I don't know what – I've watched like, his last fight on YouTube, but other than that, I don't know anything about the guy. Um, so I can't really,
1: Yeah, release, you know what I mean? Yeah, go ahead.
2: It's just, I feel like the quality of guys I've fought are, I've fought some big, tough guys my first five fights, and uh, <clears throat> I think that, that experience alone is going to help me.
1: Sure, and that's the reason I brought that up is because, you know, over all the years of fighting, coaching, broadcasting, stuff like that. I've always researched the background and quality of opponents of, of different athletes, uh, certainly when I'm calling fights so I know what I'm talking about a little more. And generally, I don't know what the exact percentage is. I wish there was a, a, a data set out there. But from my experience is the person with the tougher opponents in their background, no matter what their records are going into a fight, given you know that they're fairly equally matched, uh, the guy with tougher tougher opponents or the gal with tougher opponents generally ends up winning the fight because they're sharper. They had to be. The game had to be tighter. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: And you've been through it and I'm I I've already got three losses, two, three tough ones, but like I can and I can't afford it anymore. So like I've got I feel like I got more to lose than this guy does. So I'm going in there fighting for, like... Without
0: a doubt, man. Well, hopefully you can leverage some of that hometown fame, ladies and gentlemen. When you go to cageaggression.tv, there's a referral referral code. You can click Darian Abbey's name and, you know, purchase the pay-per-view through his name. And then some of the proceeds from that purchase obviously goes to his fight Pay the man. Pay pay the the man. man. Straight up.
1: Pay the man. Pay the man
0: absolutely well darian man i really want to thank you for your time i know you got a lot on your plate coming up the, the window and the time is ticking away as we are approaching what about three weeks now until fight time It's close october 15th ladies and gentlemen darian abby's going to be faking out facing alec lorenz and what's going to i could i'm not a prediction caller or whatever but that bad boy ain't going to the judges man i don't see that one happening with a submission
2: definitely not definitely not
0: so, Darian, again, man, thank you. All the best of luck to you, sir. Hope you finish training camp safe and sound and get back here here in October to uh, get on the good foot and do the bad thing, my friend.
2: Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. It's been great talking to you. Absolutely, Darien.
0: Darian. Abbey, ladies and gentlemen. Cageaggression.tv is where you can pick up the fight. And if you're here in St. Louis, here in Chicago, Jesus, here in the Quad Cities, you can come to the River Center and <laughs> check it out. Otherwise, cageaggression.tv. Peace and so much, love, champ. Thank you for your time, too, as well. Darian, peace out, brother. See you, bud.
2: Yes, sir. Later, guys.